You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, speaker, coach, and your guide for ambitious women to become industry leaders and grow a sustainable business without the hustle. Listen to conversations on authentic leadership, self-awareness, and strategic planning for growing your business. I believe big dreams can be your reality when you embrace all of who you're meant to be and focus on the business that works for you and your lifestyle. Now let's dive into today's episode. I don't know if I ever formally announced it, but many of you know, I started adding consulting into my business as time um, went on and I connected with a phenomenal business. I had the opportunity to join um, a phenomenal organization called Keep Wondering Out Loud, known as Keepwell. And so today I have the founder and CEO who's going to share her story and really why she started this business and also how you can take some of these tips and tools and techniques and apply it in your life, in your business, and hey, maybe even hire us too. Um, So welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kristen. Thank you for being a part of the team. And thank you for that wonderful intro. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So before we dive into what people really is, you know, I started out as a multi-passionate coach and I believe that you have to kind of connect all of who you are. So what is that thing that you really care about? You're really passionate about, but we don't necessarily see it on your social media platforms. Hmm. So that, that's a good question. And I would say, if you look at my social media platform, you're not going to see much of anything except maybe some selfies of me and pictures of my kids and my husband. So anything I say would probably be, oh, I'm not typically going to see that on social media. But one thing that I'm really passionate about that I don't share because it's not that I don't showcase in that way because I don't feel like it's something you should be constantly showcasing, but I love mentoring. And specifically, I like mentoring middle school through high school black students and especially uh, black girls. And that's, it's because of the way I was brought up and um, the opportunities I had or didn't have and knowing that you're very much impressionable at that age. And it's so helpful to have someone that's gone through some things or that can open your eyes to different opportunities that you may not have been aware of because as I've gotten older in age and I have my kids and I've become an entrepreneur and I've worked in corporate America and things it there's so many new experiences and just journeys and paths that people have been through that I was like I had no idea that you could even take that path that that was even a thing and so being a buddy to someone that is trying to figure out what what do I want to do with my life? Um, Not necessarily what do I want to be when I grow up because that can change like time and time over, but what do I want to do with my life? What is my, what, what really drives me? I love talking with kids to help them open their minds to all the possibilities. Yeah. I mean, I think just in general, especially growing up, you know, you, you meet a four-year-old and they're like, I want to be you know, maybe a ballerina or the garbage truck driver because they see it going down their window, but it's like an athlete, a doctor, a teacher, because those are really the only things you're exposed to. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I have a background in HR, definitely had no idea what that meant until after college. Um, And for you having a technical background as well, I think 
for people to be exposed to there's more than four jobs out there Um, and really seeing what those options are and even the 20 different paths you can take with a particular major or whatever that Mm -hmm. might be so I think that's awesome that you take that time to say like hey you do have more than three options out there of, of what you do with your future and if you take a specific path like I am an engineer and I'm an aerospace engineer and that is not what I do that is not what my company's focused on or anything so just learning how to utilize and transfer those skills over to things that you really become passionate about over time. So helping helping that age group, it's very impressionable to see that. But I also do that with people my age, people older than me that are looking to make career changes and have seen how I have moved about in my career in the past I've gone to and what I've been able to do with my degrees. And really, I feel like degrees teach you how to learn how to digest information and then how to execute in a different fashion. So any degree you have, if you really have a passion and you're, you're willing to learn more then you can go and do more. Um, you can do about just about anything and you don't necessarily have to have a degree anyway. So all your <laughs> right. Options those are options are there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that's, that's so true, right? Especially if you were you know, for us being raised by baby boomers who had the same exact career for 40 years at the same office in the same cubicle, um, they don't even understand that we might change jobs every three to five years or choose another career path completely. And I think to know that those options are there. My son currently has seven different careers on his list. Um, And it's like, I'm very okay with that because you can change careers if you develop the right skill set or you know, have the right attitude and passion behind what it is you want to do. Like, just go get a job and don't live at home with mommy for the rest of your life is my main (laughs) focus with him. But what you do um, is kind of up to you um, as well. And, you know, most of his things are all about kind of giving back to his community from police officer to mailman to firefighter. Um, I love that. And then my daughter wants to be superwoman. My first, no, my daughter wants to be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is anytime I ask her, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's Wonder Woman. And now I'm really trying to not ask that, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because then it's a thought of this is the only thing you can do. And for me, I've changed paths um, multiple times. And so asking her, like, what do you want to, what difference do you want to make? And then thinking about how we can make those differences. Yes. And I think that's a question for all of us, even as adults, right? Like what difference do you want to make? Because you can have a billion dollars and still be a really horrible person. Um, So what difference are you making in your community, in the world around you, even in a virtual setting? Because a lot of us are still working from home in so many ways. And that's that's a great question. So I'm glad you're teaching your five-year-old that from now, but it's a question that 25, 35, 45, we should also be asking ourselves. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. All right. So let's dive in because what is Keepwell? You know, yes, it stands for Wondering Out Loud, but where did this come from? How did this idea come about, especially if you do have an aerospace engineering degree? (laughs) So that is a question I get so often because they're like, you have an aerospace engineering degree and you have an HR technology startup. How did we get here? And um, so I would say it all started with 
I go back to high school is where it all started my path to getting to people. And uh, when I was in high school, it was one of those instances where you're having a conversation with your guidance counselor about going to college and you're talking to your parents. And those, there's those three, degree, three career paths, the lawyer, doctor, engineer, and kept on hearing in my ear, you should be an engineer. My whole, my whole thought was I want to major in math. I, I was great at math. That's what I wanted to do. My counselor's like, what are you going to do with math? There are a ton of careers you can do with math. But when I was in high school, I didn't know. I was just like, I'm going to do math. I might teach math. I might, I'm going to utilize it in some way, shape, or form. Everyone's told me my whole life, you need to know math because it's a part of everything. But yet when I say that's what I want to major in, you're like, what? You need to find something that's going to make you money. I could be a data scientist right now with a math degree, you know? So um, <laughs> that was one thing. So, but anyway, I kept hearing in my ear, you should major in engineering. So when I went to, I decided on what university I wanted to go to, which was the University of Kansas. And when I took a look at all their engineering programs, the only one that I knew anything even remotely about was aerospace because my mother had put me into this aviation youth academy that was put on by this black pilot that went to our church that was trying to create a pipeline for inner city youth to be able to have opportunities in the airline industry. So I didn't want to be a pilot or anything, but that's what I knew. I was told, told to go into engineering so you could have that stable, you know, 40, 50, long, 50 year long career. And I went into that, got to the university, was, the, was one of only two women in my class and the only minority. So not the only Black, the only minority. And um, after my first semester, I went to the diversity coordinator and said, I want to change majors. This is not it. I need to go in a different direction. And she said, yeah, that's fine. Like, typical for freshmen to change majors. You're really trying to figure out who you are, especially isn't surprising in this department because no black woman has ever graduated from it. So me being very competitive and hearing that as a challenge, I was like, okay, challenge accepted. So I already knew it was something that I wasn't, that wasn't a passion, but it was more so the passion and the focus was removing that glass ceiling for others. So did that, got out of, uh, dealt with a whole bunch of just being a minority, of being um, an only an outsider, dealt with a whole bunch under while I was in university, <clears throat> and then got out, like was able to say, yay, I, I did this, I was the first, other people can come in behind me, and won some other really top awards, and being the first Black woman to do so as well, because this industry just, you don't see Black women in it often. And uh, then I came into corporate America. And once I got into corporate America, I actually worked at five different Fortune 500 companies. And it goes back to what I was saying before, really taking the skills that you have, the degrees you have, the knowledge you have, and being able to figure out how you transfer that information around to what you want to do and where you want to go. I'm very competitive. I wanted to climb that corporate ladder. I didn't know where I was climbing to. So that's another thing I helped with um, students and different people that I mentor, like, where are you trying to go to? What difference do you want to make? And um, so I was doing all that. And the main thing was I still was feeling like that outsider in my field because I was the only one that looked like me, but 
I had to find those commonalities with others that is typically, you typically don't know just from the surface level. So I created a way, a mechanism for myself to be able to do that in a comfortable way. And that's kind of how Keep Woe was born was to enable others to learn in that way, in a comfortable way and be able to build community and relationships with people that they, from first glance, they wouldn't think they had much in common with, especially as employees. And for a lot of us, we think, well, we're just supposed to go to work and there are coworkers, we don't have to have real relationships with them. But if we wanna be most productive and get the best output from anyone, ha having some type of foundation of relationship there is very important. So that's kind of where people started. <laughs> Great. And I think, you know, even just the name of the game, um, and it, I say game because you developed it in this very interactive, competitive way that people think they, they're having fun, but also there's so much learning behind it. There's a whole communication methodology behind it, which we can dive into later. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Um, but just, I want to talk about the name of it. Keep wondering out loud, like, where did this name come from please don't tell me it came to you in a dream but like where did this <laughs> name unless it did but where did this name come from like what was it that you were like this is what I want people to do is to have this continuous conversation and almost everything that we do inside the game is literally say and why and why and to get to the root of great that's what you think but why um you know are you there so like where did this name come from Yes. Okay. So it didn't come to me in a dream, but it did like come to me on a long drive, like an hour and a half commute to a job where I was the only everything. And I had to figure out what is it, Lauren, that you really want to do? What difference are you trying to make? And what is it that you were really good at and you're passionate about? And I was like, I'm really good at just making connections with people by being curious by being courageous enough to ask some questions and then building a um, building that solid foundation from there. And so I was like, how do I do that? Well, I'm always wondering, like, I'm just wondering, I just have a question. I'm just thinking about this. Well, what do you think? And it kind of was like, okay, I just keep wondering out loud. And I'm like, that's cool. How do I shorten that? Okay, keep whoa. And <laughs> I, I'd love to back it up for like, what does Keep Wool fully do? Because you talked about like it being a game and, you know, Keep Wool is actually a platform. It's a platform of games. So we're all about experiential learning and experiential learning is always being curious, just like our young kids always ask us why and how all the time. And we get irritated by that. Why, 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 why? It's, it's learning in that way. And then also you think about kids learn best by by doing and so and by play when they're doing they're playing and that those are the fundamental things that we have built into keep wool for for adults because I'm like this is how you learn this is how when you were a child and you were soaking in all the information that you were doing it you were you were being experiential and you were playing and so um we built a talent we build talent development technology that maximizes cultural intelligence in the workplace. And some might ask, well, what do you mean by cultural intelligence? What is cultural intelligence? And it's, be, it's having that ability to really relate and work effectively across the different cultures and demographics. So for me, being an outsider and only all the time, I had to build up that cultural intelligence within others 
to understand me and recognize that they can relate to me and I can relate to them. And so our solution with Keep Wool, um, our platform enables those guided immersive team experiences that it's powered by software, but it's really driven by humans to cultivate that employee engagement. While still, you know, our, our biggest purpose is we want to not only attract talent, but we want to keep the talent that we attract and then develop them well. We want to boost innovation and then we want to make team dynamics, the the day-to-day working environment that you're in, be as comfortable and motivating and supportive as possible. And so that's what Keepwell does by offering this platform of and library of digital multiplayer games that just facilitate development with employees in all different kinds of areas. Yeah. I mean, there's almost a dozen games across the platform, Mm -hmm. but my favorite one, which I'm sure, you know, I'm super biased to it now is thoughts from leaders and to really be able to one develop emerging leaders, but also people who have been leading and managing teams for a long time to take a minute to stop and learn from others, to listen to how they say things, why they're saying what they're saying. And I think that you, you kind of said it even before you went into what the platform itself is, is like, we learn as children. And as children, we're like, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. When all of a sudden, like you're an adult and you know it all and you have to, like, why do we have this switch? Like you turned 18 and you no longer have to learn. You turn 25 and like, you're all set. And I think that's what makes us great leaders is when we have a continuous commitment to learning and growing. Teachers, doctors, lawyers, most professionals have some type of continuous education that they need in order to keep their job. Um, And as leaders, especially in the entrepreneurial space, if you're leading a team, you need to keep learning how you can manage that team effectively, how your team can be productive, how you can keep making money, because that's the whole point of business um, Mm -hmm. as well. And I, I love how you developed and again super biased to the thoughts of from leaders game um but really that leadership development component of like you never get to stop there's always another way and another solution um and keeping you focused on that initiative as well so thank you for for sharing that for obviously explaining because it is way more than a game I was like I'm down playing it but like it's kind of fun too (laughs) but yeah there's so much technology Yeah, that's the whole point for it really being fun and and immersive because we want to put like education into practice. You can read books, you can take video training, you can be lectured to, et cetera, but it's not until you put that education into practice that it becomes normalized and kind of that muscle memory. And so I look at Keep Wool as being that exercise, that exercise machine that you're utilizing so that your body like has that muscle memory of these skills that you need and these very important interpersonal skills um, and the exercising of it, the, re, the having the re, recurring sessions really helps for you to change your behavior. So the, and having the repetition in the day-to-day environment will give you that, that ability to maximize the cultural intelligence and the dynamics amongst your teams rather than just saying like, hey, this is what we should be doing and having conversations and talking about all the things you should be doing, actually doing them because it's just second nature. Yeah. And I I love how this game, it just, it opens your mind 
one question at a time. A lot of times we think that in order to be the better version of ourselves, we have to have this like overnight dramatic transformation in comparison to this game makes it piece by piece, little by little. If you look back over a year, you literally have the analytics, but you can even stop and think and say, okay, this is how I've progressed in comparison to being like, you know, I lost 50 pounds in one night. I made a million dollars in two days. Like those things aren't legitimate, but to say, okay, in the last six months, these are my leadership skills. These are my communication skills. These are, we have literally a deck that's dedicated to people in sales and customer service. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if you're an entrepreneur, you're constantly selling. That's how you make money as a business. How do you communicate that and reach your customers and reach your clients? And it's like, I mean, the fact that you built this like by yourself, like, yes, now you have a team, but you're like, I'm just going to write down a million questions, like blows my mind into how like one, how cool your brain is, but also (laughs) that taking that curiosity in order to literally transform like corporations is what we do now. So I mean, one, like, thanks for being curious, but two, like, <laughs> thank you for also deciding to, to make a business out of your curiosity too. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you did talk about the analytics and that is one of the really cool things about what we're doing is the impact of each keep well session, an impact from a personal level, a leadership level, and like the group that you're, you're playing with that is tracked and the data is collected within the platform and it's providing that accountability, but also letting you see that measurable change over time. And so it's, it's really, really cool from there. But the big deal is we want to make sure that learning is fun and that, you know, the learning part is like second to the fun part. Like you're learning and you're um, subconsciously learning. You're not just like, oh, I came here to actively learn. It's like, no, I came here to actively play. And yeah. I just happened to learn a couple things. <laughs> yeah. I learned, you know, I learned a few things and, and it's learnings that I'm going to immediately be able to implement, not, okay, I learned this. Let me keep it in the back of my pocketbook for when that comes up. And it's, it's a situation where I need to use it. It's like, no, you're learning things that you need to use immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I want to transition um, a little bit. So I usually ask pretty much everyone on this podcast, what are some rules for success that you try to live by and that you pass on you know, to your clients and the people that you work with? So I'd love to hear any kind of <laughs> rules that you try to, to um, maintain. I know curiosity is one of those, yes. as we've talked about, yes. but what else is it that you really think that you know, everyone should be implementing into their lives? Yeah, so I have three, I, I obviously work with, um, we're B2B, so business to business, so I work with companies, um, and we're technology, so, but I talk about how we're powered by software, but driven by humans, so I'd say our three is, our three are, uh, number one, see employees as people first, and I think we need to do that in general in our life, is seeing someone as a person first before anything else, and that means especially in the workplace, like all the stuff that we're going through in our personal lives affects some part of how we show up in the workplace. So being conscious of that and how you're speaking to people and how you're gathering context details before you react to whatever's going on in a situation. So I'd say being um, employees as people first. 
Number two, I'd say listening for understanding because that goes a long way. Like I said, getting those context details because that's how we become more conscious of what assumptions we're subconsciously making. And so taking those um, unconscious biases to being conscious and then seeing like, did I make some assumptions or or is this face value? Like what perceptions am I projecting onto someone else? So listening for understanding. And then number three, I'd say learn from doing. So we were talking about play and being in having experiences and that's how people learn best. That's how you retain the information. That's how it becomes second nature is you're doing it. You're learning from doing. You're not trying to remember what did I type up? What were the checklists again? It's just, it's just, you remember because of the stories or because of the smell that was happening during that moment or something like that. So you're, you're using all those five senses when you're doing. So learn, learn from doing. Um, that's why Keep Wool provides those immersive experiences. And we're focusing on real life in real time situations that affect people professionally and personally. Awesome. So and, if, <laughs> and if people have missed the last 20 minutes and they still have no idea what's going on, I don't know why you can go back and replay it though. What is that one thing that you want people to remember you by? What is that legacy that you're really trying to create with your company, Keep Wool? Yeah, so I'd say what I want people to remember me by, <laughs> okay, it's going to be way too on brand, but I'm curious, I'm courageous, I value deep connections, and I keep learning by wondering out loud. Cool. In case anyone was wondering what the 3C methodology was. <laughs> yes, 3C methodology, curiosity, courage, and connection. Yeah, and I think being able to connect with people by having fun and keeping it light, even in the workplace is what allows us to actually get our work done, to be successful. Yeah. Because if you've ever had a job you haven't liked, even if it was like working at the drive-through back in high school, you know that like you can get through the hard things if you have that one person on your team that you vibe with. And if it's the whole team vibing and having a certain level of respect for each other, like even more gets done. It's not just you know, flipping burgers and making French fries, but also transforming the world in whatever industry you work in. So thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing. And if people want to learn more about Keepwell, where do they go? How can they jump in on the fun? And obviously, how can they pay you? Yeah, so to find out more about Keepwell, head on over to keepwell.com. So keep and then wol.com. And you're, if you click on any of the green buttons on there that say get started or anything like that, you're able to then uh, come and experience it with us. We're all, like I said, we're about experiential development. And so come experience it with us, come have fun and you'll have fun and you'll learn something while you're having fun. So head on over to keepwol.com to see that. And then you can follow us on social media. Um, we're keepwol everywhere. So at play keep wool on twitter instagram and facebook and then keep wool on linkedin awesome i will drop all of those links in the show notes and thank you lauren so much for hanging out with me today on amplify ambition thank you are you searching for a simple way to create your best life 
I love to guide women business owners in becoming confident and effective leaders so they can create their best life. So I'm inviting you to book me as a speaker for your program or next event, or apply to work with me directly when you click the link in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Coach Keds. Even go the extra mile and rate this podcast too. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.